Hello, this is Anthony Nagel with Lowercase Capital. Today's May 17th, 2020. And I'd like to talk about risk today. But first, a disclaimer. This material is intended for informational and educational purposes only. This material is not intended to be construed as investment advice. Please be sure to consult a financial professional before making financial or investment decisions. All right, so let's get into it. What are we looking at for the S&P this past week? Uh, closed down about 2%, but really if you zoom out a little bit, take a look at the past month, take a look at the past six months, uh, doesn't really feel like there's much of a trend there. Um, but I use the key word, feelings. I don't like to really uh, make investment trading decisions solely based on feelings. Uh, I like to look at some numbers to help back that up. So what are we talking about? Well, the recent high for the S&P was around, what was it, 2960 or so? And until we cross that line, uh, I, I won't really be convinced that we're on a new um, upward leg of this market. Uh, to me, this feels either like a consolidation or maybe the tipping point for the next leg down of the, of the bear market that we're currently in. Um, the other key number I'm still looking at is the level of the, the volatility index. Uh, the recent low of 27.5, uh, to me, it, it just it felt like it felt like the VIX had to make a new low recent low so that people who are on the bearish side of the market could question their position and lighten up the positioning a little bit before the next leg down. The market loves to prove people wrong. Uh, and so I think that's kind of what was going on there. But again, that's just a subjective uh, position, uh, just what it felt like to me. Um, so that brings us to late this past week. I was running through my, my weekly numbers. And when I was doing my uh, income strategy process uh, came across a very strange result. It's a very bearish result, and I questioned it. And I questioned it to the point of looking at the code, making sure there wasn't something strange going on, and it turns out that the signal was legitimate. So what did it have me do? Um, it had me sell quite a large number of the securities in the um, in the income strategy. Uh, and this is, you know, again, it's unique because I didn't see the same behavior in the, in the value strategy that I'm running. So, so why income? I don't know, uh, but the signal seemed pretty clear. And so I went ahead and I, I made the adjustments I needed to make based upon that. So then that brings me to my volatility indicator. Uh, this week I was working on uh, a spreadsheet to track implied volatility versus realized volatility across different assets uh, so that I can look for short-term trends and maybe do some short-term positioning within my bigger picture framework. Uh, and so when I when I put together that system and I put some initial data in there uh, back on the 13th, uh, through the end of May, uh, the implied volatility uh, of, of this the remaining month of May sitting at about 39.5%. And so when I ran the numbers again uh, this morning, I was surprised to see them jump up to 59%. And so that plus the signal coming from my income strategy uh, just makes me think that this week might be a bit interesting. We might see some um, we might see some down markets. It's kind of what I'm expecting at this point. Um, going back to the volatility model, though, uh, once you look out into a time horizon going into June, uh, actually that signal didn't go up. So, kind of says to me on a relative basis, relative to where we were in the 13th today, it looks like uh, the options market is pricing in increased volatility through the end of May and really no additional volatility through June. And then as we look out a little bit further into the future, into July, and into all the way out into September, 
I did see modest increases there, uh, going from levels uh, around the low 30s, maybe 29 for July, up to about 34, and for, for September going all the way up to 40%. Um, so it's just interesting. We have the short-term perceived spike followed by a decline, um, and then kind of a longer-term uh, increase. Uh, and that's really all I was working on this week. Uh, again, I was intending to look a little bit closer into gold currencies. Uh, that just hasn't happened. Uh, you know, market took me in a different direction, and that's great. Um, so I'll get back to the golden currencies later. And that brings me to the last topic of the day. Uh, what is an investment advisor? And before I answer that directly, uh, I want to just take a look at the insurance space for a minute. So what does ins an insurance salesperson offer you? What does an insurance policy offer you? Right, well, if you're talking about life insurance, either term, whole, uh, whichever, they're offering you a guaranteed outcome in exchange for a fee. And that's a powerful thing. Uh, it's only insurance in the financial space that can offer you guarantees, and it's a very important part of an overall financial portfolio. Uh, it, it, but there's also insurance products out there that can offer you some market return. They're going to say uh, when certain conditions happen, you'll get some or all of uh, whatever this policy might be indexed to or based upon some underlying investment activity. Um, but when the market goes down, you won't lose your, your, or your loss is going to be capped, something like that, right? Um, they're going to provide certain guarantees around a risk product. And again, that's something that's unique to uh, insurance. Um, what is the downside of a guarantee? Well, the guarantee is eliminating risk. And at first, it wouldn't seem like eliminating risk is a bad thing. But not all risk is a bad thing. Um, we risk tomorrow the S&P going up 500 points. It's not likely, but that's a risk that could happen, right? It's a, it's a possibility that could happen. And so, again, just like volatility, people assume it's you know typically a negative thing. Volatility, risk go together. Um, not all risk is bad. Prudent risks that are taken after careful analysis uh, can generate a good return for you. And if it's an exceptionally good um, risk that was taken, perhaps a really disproportionate return can be generated. So what is an investment advisor? An investment advisor is someone that you go to to make decisions about risk. Um, an investment advisor needs to understand where you're coming from in terms of a financial position, what are you hoping to accomplish, and perhaps most importantly, how much risk do you want? Uh, it's not an accident that any investment advisor you speak with is going to ask you that question. Uh, and that's because they want to accomplish your goals uh, as aggressively as you, as you would like to pursue them. And that opportunity comes with risk. Um, but once you define for the advisor how much risk you're willing to take on, then they can come back and, and build a strategy out to meet your financial needs. Um, so I just thought that was really interesting. What is an insurance salesman selling you? Pretty much they're selling you a guarantee. While an investment advisor... They're selling you risk. So hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to leave me a comment. Tell me what you think. Uh, you could also always contact me directly. Um, email is info, I-N-F-O, at lowercasecapital.biz, or you can reach me at my website, www.lowercasecapital.biz. Thank you.